Advice to a Prophet by Richard Wilbur. 1961 or some shit. I don't know. I don't feel like looking up the date it was. When you come, as you soon must, to the streets of our city, mad-eyed from stating the obvious, not proclaiming our fall, but begging us in God's name to have self-pity, spare us all word of the weapons, their force and range, the long numbers that rocket the mind. Our slow, unreckoning hearts will be left behind, unable to fear what is too strange. Nor shall you scare us with talk of the death of the race. How should we dream of this place without us? The sun mere fire, the leaves untroubled about us, a stone look on the stone's face. Speak of the world's own change. Though we cannot conceive of an undreamt thing, we know to our cost how the dreamt cloud crumbles, the vines are blackened by frost, how the view alters. We could believe. If you told us so that the white-tailed deer will slip into perfect shade, grown perfectly shy, the lark avoid the reaches of our eye, the jack-pine lose its knuckled grip, on the cold ledge in every torrent burn, as Xanthus wants its gliding trout. Stunned in a twinkling, what should we be without? The dolphin's ark, the dove's return. These things in which we have seen ourselves and spoken? Ask us, prophet, how we shall call our natures forth when that live tongue is all dispelled, that glass obscured or broken in which we have said the rose of our love and the clean horse of our courage, in which beheld the singing locust of the soul unshelled, and all we mean or wish to mean. Ask us, ask us whether with the wordless rose our hearts shall fail us, come demanding, whether there shall be lofty or long-standing when the bronze annals of the oak tree close. The bronze anals. What the fuck is that guy talking about, dude? To be fair, I don't know. I feel like he described uh, a perfect world where humans don't exist and the earth just uh, carries on and doesn't get butt-fucked by humankind. Well, it sounds like you might be a big fan of today's fucking movie. Oh, by the way, I'm Davis. I'm Chance. This is Podfast and Pod Furious, and today we watched 2010's Legion starring Lucas Black and Tyrese Gibson. Legion. Dude, that's... That's the first thing you hear in the movies. Paul Bettany turns to the camera and he goes, Legion! Yep. Legion, follow me. To the gates of hell. From the gates of hell to the pearly white rings of heaven. <coughs> pearly white rings of my asshole. Pearly white rings of God's cum dribbling from the towering pearlescent cock of... From upon high. From upon high, the cock of upon high coming down dribbling... Semen. That's uh, that's hail. True trickle down economics. Mm-hmm. Trickle down s- semenomics. <laughs> God's own. God's come. Yeah, no, this movie sucked. <laughs> it did. It fucking sucked. And man. It, it at times heavily felt like a men's right activist fucking written script. That was that was your call out. So I'd like you to elaborate on that. Just some things that stood out to you. Okay, before so we really jump into it. It didn't really hit me at first. It, it wasn't until like midway through when uh, Paul Bettany has a little man to man talk with uh, Lucas Black. Jeep. But it, it, yeah, Jeep. Lucas Black's character's name is Jeep. Jeep. Jeep is speaking to the Michael Angel. Uh-huh. Michael, the Angel Michael? The Angel Michael. Michael Angel. Arc, Michael Archangel. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm Michael Angel. Las Vegas PD. <laughs> Chris, Chris Angel's brother. <laughs> um, it kind of dawned on me. So at the, when we finally get uh, out of LA and everything, we're at this shitty diner that Dennis Quaid owns. Um, Willa Joanne Chance Holland. Uh, known from we probably her... should have set up the movie before we jumped into your yeah right into this yeah, yeah okay stuff. go ahead you take away the... the okay so what the movie is is uh let me give you some movie info here from mr rotten to mr mr <laughs> tomato mr tomato has come scott stewart's supernatural thriller legion they say the auteur's name up front so you know this is a scott stewart picture I mean, when you literally only made one decent movie, and it was Dark Skies. Dark Skies. With Dennis Quaid and Carrie Russell. DQ? Yep, DQ. DQ uh, keeps coming back. And the chick from The Americans. Carrie. It's Carrie Russell, mm, right? Yeah, she showed her asshole on The Americans. Uh Uh-huh. I seen it, I jerked off. Spread her butt cheeks and show her asshole to the world. I jerked off to him. That's how she fucking infiltrated the FBI's. 
I mean, that's the best way the to do F, it. She said, here's my FB. Would you like to F me in the B and see my brown eye? I mean, aren't they? And the, doesn't FBI stand for female body inspectors? That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, well, he also did, like, right around the same time, a movie called Priest with Paul Bettany that was, uh, like, exactly like this one, probably. Probably. I don't know. So picture a Scott Stewart movie in your eyeballs, in your mind's eye, in your mind's FBI. Mm-hmm. In your mind's FB, in your, FB your mind and your brown eye. Yep. In your mind's brown eye. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. What's going on? My tongue's falling out of my head. Get on with this goddamn I'm a synopsis. chattering skull. Scott Stewart's supernatural thriller Legion, scripted by Peter Schenk. So, again, picture a Peter Schenk joint, and this is what you're getting. You know, classic Peter Schenk. Mm-hmm. Classic Con- shanking. Concerns a group of strangers in an out-of-the-way eatery who become the first line of defense when God, believing the human race is no longer worthy of him, decides to end their existence. This Motley Crue's only spiritual ally is the Archangel Michael, played by Paul Bettany. Dennis Quaid, Tyrese Gibson, Charles S. Dutton, and Lucas Black co-star in the Screen Gems production. Rated R for strong, bloody violence and language. To be fair, they're not all strangers. Four of them know each other quite well. Yeah, that's right. The other four are just basically patrons or passer-throughs. Mm-hmm. As a diner would have. And three of those are a family. Right. It didn't even seem like they were thrown together by fate. It's just... Uh, yeah, their car, the family's car broke down. This is what happens at a diner, dog. People yeah. come in. Yeah, people... Patrons stop by. To eat pancakes. Uh-huh. Pancakes. Even. Pancakes. So anyway, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Adrian Palicki from Friday Night Lights TV show is pregnant pregnant with a baby. Uh-huh. God, Smoking cigs. God want to kill everybody by possessing people with angels, and they come in to kill the humans. And for some reason, this baby has to die in order for humankind to be wiped off right. the earth. If it's... baby lives, humans live. Imagine uh, the movie Stigmata. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, uh, Damn it! What's the other one with Gabriel Byrne? He's the devil. End of days. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. That's what I. That's where my that's mind where I was, went. Yeah, well, I don't know why I went to our Gabriel Byrne first. I Kevin, saw that. It's like saying, uh, "What's that Kevin Pollock movie?" Oh yeah, End of Days. <laughs> I uh, I saw that movie in theaters and it scared the shit out of me. Uh, I'd imagine it doesn't hold up. That's uh, probably in that a man apart range where it's a uh, yeah. I have fond memories of yeah, it, but yeah, I feel like if I went back, revisit it. Uh, but uh, imagine End of Days meets Maximum Overdrive, where yeah. Emilio Estevez and the voice of Lisa Simpson and a bunch of other people are stuck in a diner fighting a uh, Green Goblin truck and a bunch of other trucks. And uh-huh. Machines come to life, but except it's angels, and they got to uh, save a baby that's an angel or something to, I don't know, stop God. Anyway. It wasn't very clear. Anyway, go on with your your critique of the uh, the crypto so, okay. mra the first, politics the first thing that happens is uh we're introduced to the family which is like there's the mom the dad who look like rich couple people right the, the dad looks like a value city version of peter gallagher uh-huh the mom is kate walsh she was on i think she was on Grey's anatomy yeah okay that makes sense that i i knew she was familiar and that would make sense from like the two yeah. episodes i've like seen a, it no like tv actress um so to introduce their daughter, <clears throat> it's this this girl, this young Willa Holland, whose middle name is Chance, yeah. um, at the jukebox with her miniskirt, and you see some underbutt. That's right. And immediately the mom and the dad are like critiquing like why she dresses like that. And she's like, oh, because I was hoping that I would get uh, gang-banged by three guys in the bathroom of the shitty diner three or something like that. Yeah, three meth heads. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I, I was like, oh, that was weird. But then later, Gabriel is speaking to Jeep, mm. and oh he's boy. telling him he's like, Lukey Black, Mike Winchell, yep, the Sean Boswell, the DK, uh huh, DK and DQ, DK and DQ United, yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, I I have faith in humanity because of you, because you love this woman with all your being, and she may not ever, and she's with child from another man, and you, she may never love you. It just kind of dawned on me. I'm like, this is like some fucking 4chan board, fucking R the Donald shit, where it's like just total R incel, where it's like, oh, I love this girl, but she got knocked up by some Chad, and I do everything for it. I'm a nice guy. Right. <laughs> and Gabriel is like commending him for this, for this outlook and attitude. So, so would you say that, uh, not Gabriel, Michael. Michael, sorry. So yeah, would Michael. you say Michael is the virgin and Gabriel is the Chad? Is that the Yeah, that yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't I didn't think about it much past that scene. Yeah. But yeah, now that you mention it, okay. so I this, think you're right. this was an ode to nice guyism. Uh-huh, I think the writers of this, the two, the, the 
whatever the fuck their names were. Because the guy who directed it has a writing credit Peter, as well. Peter Shank. Yeah, the A Shank. classic Peter Shank joint and I, a classic Scott Stewart joint. Yeah, Stewart and Shank out here. Patrick Stewart's son, Scott Stewart. <laughs> yep. Scott Stapp and Patrick Stewart's adopted son, yep. Scott Stewart. I think that they were two incels that were butthurt about being <laughs> nice to women, but also calling women sluts because they wear too short of skirts. Well, now hang on. I don't think the movie takes the mom's side because the mom is being judgmental and then she ends up being crazy and she tries to give the baby to the well, Chad I don't baby, know. The Chad angel. Ch- the Chad, well, angel I don't Chad. know though because then Michael is talking about how God has lost uh, interest and faith in humanity because right. of all the terrible shit we do. Uh, and so it seems, yeah, he's like, you fight over like dust and and it seems like it's calling back to, you know, this good looking chick in a mini skirt. Mm. And I just feel like, you know, in general, they, they weren't trying to come out and directly say it, but I think they were alluding to the fact that uh, they stand with incels and, you know. <laughs> Incel army raises the chads. So the angel army represents the incels or the chads? The virgins or the chads? I think it's really just a matter of how you take on, how you look at the ending let's, of let's it Let's break all. it down. Let's let's rattle off the characters and we'll figure out who's Valsel, who's incel, okay. and who's I like this. Uh, a sexual demon chad. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, straight up, Lucas Black as Jeep, who, yep. alright, so he hangs out around the diner, he's Dennis Quaid's son, right? He's Dennis Quaid's son. Okay. He lets Adriana Palicki's, uh, you know, impregnated, but no daddy, baby daddy in the picture, uh, poor ass, stay in his trailer with him. Right. Assume, you assume rent-free. I'm living rent-free in your head. Yep, she's, uh, she's a waitress at the diner. Right. Uh, and then we have the mom and dad characters. Yes. And Willa Holland is Audrey. Yes. Well, I, I just want to start with Lucas Black. Incel? Valsel? Oh. We figured out he's incel, He's right? incel. Incel for sure. Yeah, he's incel. Okay. Uh, I think DQ at this point in his life is Valsel. Valsel. Yeah. Absolutely. He's gotten to a point. There's no mom in the picture, right? Do they bring her up? I think they mentioned she died. Okay. So his wife died, and he swore it off. He said, I'm a man uh-huh. of steak, I'm he a said, man of bush beer, no. yep. I, I hang out at my diner. I hang out at my failing diner. Yep. With Charles S. Dutton, who's his, his line cook. Mm-hmm. He's got a hook hand. Does have a hook hand. What, he fighting a war or something? I can't even remember. I wasn't paying it's, attention to yeah, half it, the he had, it, They don't mention it, but he has dog tags on. That's so right. And when it is his introductory shot, you, can assume you see the hook that, hand and the dog tags. Yeah, you can assume that he lost his hand to wars. Probably Nom or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I imagine he's probably incel because you think of his, he's incel because of his hook hand. Oh, he can't fuck. Yeah, I don't think he's it's, voluntarily it's an obstruction to fucking. Exactly. Mm. Uh huh. Fuck structure. I, I would have guessed Vol- he's he's religious. Yeah, right? he is religious. He talks about getting his good book when the well, demon shows up. So maybe he's up. a little of both. A combo incel Valsel. Incel wow. Yeah. How does that work? Well, maybe it's like he was Valsel, but then he lost his hand in the war, so now he is incel. Simply out of like out he of can't yeah he do can't it. no one's gonna fuck this hook hand man, who's just well, a then, line cook at a dying diner. So he wants he wants to fuck. There's an urge within him to fuck. Maybe after war, and that's why he's like, he's, I gotta go find my right. Bible because he's kind of packed up. He's packed up that part of his life. He's uh, not as religious anymore. You think maybe sometimes when he gets the urge to fuck, he has to pray it away. He's uh-huh. like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it between the the religion and the the hook hand. I cannot mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. All right. So he's. Forced into Valsel ship? He's forced into incel ship. He's Valsel forced, forced into, into incel ship. Okay. Because that's of the war. Intriguing. And his that's injuries. A, that's a dynamic we haven't heard before. Yeah, I'm making shit up as I go. Uh, Tara from Friday Night Lights, Adrian Palicki. She's a uh, she's God's whore. Yeah, she's yeah. We see her. God pregnant. was the Chad. Who God knocked was the her Chad. up. The Chad Gabriel and Chad God, uh-huh. you know, whatever, fucked her. Knocked her up in her sleep. She's God's whore. We know that. Uh, the other young girl, obviously another whore. Uh huh. Because of the way slut. she was jest. Je- uh, she jest like slut. She jest like a slut. And that's how we know she's an absolute whore uh-huh. who would never go for a nice guys like us. Hell no, man. Fucking she wouldn't look chicks, our way. Chicks showing their butts like that. She no. would just like ask if we could like spot her some money so yep. she could go buy drugs mm-hmm. and be a slut. But... She would say, uh, can you buy this coffee for me? And uh-huh. because we're such fucking nice guys, mm-hmm. we would say, yeah, absolutely, I'll buy that coffee for you, m'lady. But then she would, you know, even after we tip our fedoras, mm-hmm. our collective fedoras at her... And She's still not we don't fucked. wear literal fedoras. We're talking about like a, a fedora of the soul. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My soul fedora. Tipping the fedora of the soul to the whores of the world. Yep. And all they do is take advantage of us. 
Uh-huh. Make us buy them coffees. And, and fucking force us in the friend zone. scented candles and all this shit. And, and I'm then, not talking the cheap shit. I'm talking like Yankee. Yeah, Yankee. Straight Yankee candle store. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then they still, they won't even show a booby. Yeah. Won't even flash us a titty. Unless won't... we end up at a party, which is unlikely, but then she's just really drunk, and it's because of Chad mm-hmm. is getting she's his paws all over her, and her booby fall out. Yeah, and it's groping, for sure. It is absolute. It is not consensual. Mm-mm. Even though she put his dick in her mouth. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, okay. And next character, Tyrese. His name was apparently Kyle. Kyle. The Kyle. whitest name ever. Um, what are we thinking here? He is Valsell. He's. You think so? Yeah. And I first think thing he pulls up to the diner because yep. it's the only place in fifty miles or something. He's yep. checking on his cell phone and he's got to get gas. Right. And he, immediately he goes over to God's whore and he sees she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I would say he's flirting with her. A little bit, but then the issue is: is he flirting with her in the attempt to get the phone? To use the phone to talk to his baby mama. That's right, because this is this is very true to life. Nah, let's be is real. It? He's a Chad. He's a Chad. He's a Chad. Absolutely, Tyrese. I think he's is a Chad. flirting with the pregnant lady yeah. to then go talk to his baby he mama. Got the baby at home, and then it later seems like he's flirting with uh with Audrey when they're up on the roof. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I thought that might have been an item, but and then she sacrifices. She almost Kyle's quickly vanquished. Oh yeah, she almost sacrifices demons. herself for that Chad. And they, but that's why the demons were incels and they devoured the Chad uh-huh. because uh, he went out of his way to save what he thought was a child. Yep. His Chad instincts were his single father Chad instincts were ink stinks. Ink, ink stains. Yep, his ink stains. He he left an ink stain on a woman's paper pussy, uh-huh. essentially to create a child. Like a goddamn Rorschach test. That's yeah, a big blot. Mm-hmm. Rorschach, another uh, literary so, incel. That's the author in me coming out. Uh, you guys might know not know this, but I'm writing the next great American novel. Mm-hmm. NDD about inceldom. <laughs> about inceldom. Yeah, there's a little about that. Uh, there's a little bit about uh, my times out there uh, banging down doors, uh, you know, for Jesus. Um, but that was a long time ago. It's uh, a shame you weren't banging down whores. Yeah, I, I know. Well, then I wouldn't have been able to write my book. It's true. Because uh, you would you would squirt your cums in these whores, and this, basically they would be sucking your creative juices from you. You stop fucking talking about it. I can't. You're just getting inside my fucking head. You're making me go piss off inside my goddamn brain. <laughs> my fucking brain. Oh, I, got, I got steam shooting out of my ears thinking about how a woman has never granted me entry into her fucking cum cave. <laughs> cum cave. <laughs> oh, alright. <laughs> Tyresa Kyle is a Chad. You will not pay them. You will not pay them. Because that would be like... Entering a cheat code into the game of life, and you don't cheat at games either. You're a fucking gamer. You're a fucking true blue gamer. God, fucking living in a society so hard. You're a fucking true blue gamer. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. <laughs> Shapiro Shadow Dies Twice. Ben Shapiro Shadows Die Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Facts don't care about your feelings, Chad. True blooded game, true blue blooded gamer over here didn't even get the fucking title of the game right. Oh fuck, Sekiro, fucking nerd. Oh fuck. Um. All right, so Tyrese Kyle is Chad. Tyrese Kyle is Mr. Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles S. Dutton, a uh, combo Volcel incel. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Volcel. Volcel. Lucas Black, Incel. Incel. Two young ladies, both God's whore. Uh-huh. Madonnas, totally. Total Madonnas. Total Madonnas. Uh, the other woman has to be a total Madonna because she has a child. Well, and she seems like the type who really only put out for this for her husband because her husband rich. He drive a BMW car. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you imagine she was talking about how she loved her house and uh, they moved because of the dumb slut daughter. Fucking... Slut women, succubus, succubus is sucking the fucking money out of the hardworking mm-hmm. white man. And that's the sad thing is, I think I think that father, he was a nice guy. He seemed like a total. He was, but you know, 
finally he got a woman who would let allow him entry into her cum cave. And who even was, knows if that was, was his, his daughter? Money. It who even knows if that was his daughter? She could have been running around with a Chad like Tyrese. Uh-huh, behind back, using his money, mm-hmm. his hard-earned monies. Hard-earned fucking coal. To fuck Kyle's. Cash. Red cents. Yep. Fucking Kyle's and Blood Chad's money. And, yep. Fucking blood money. These women out here, let me tell you something, brother. It's so hard for a man to just be denied sexual carnal pleasures <clears throat> his entire life. It's my birthright. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say this shit serious. <laughs> what are we just a couple weeks removed from a woman accusing you of being, <laughs> being a, like, like a hardcore MRA misogynist yeah. over Bumble? Hell, I, I use colorful language for women. Yeah, uh, cock suckers. Even though I feel like, as you can tell, we. <laughs> Colorful language makes it sound like we're fucking floridly speaking residents of Deadwood. Yeah, man, I'm out here painting by numbers in the streets of Deadwood. Uh, The episode I watched last night, one of the dudes called a guy a billiard ball looking cocksucker. (laughs) Was he bald? Yeah. That's awesome. Billiard ball looking cocksucker. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Last but not least, that's really who would, what would, what would Michael be? Oh, we already, he's the Virgin Michael and the, the. the Chad, Chad Gabe. Gabriel, yeah. yeah, for sure. Just even based on the way they're dressed. Mm-hmm. The god Chad shows up looking like a fucking Roman centurion back when men were men. Men, yeah, dude. And he's swinging around his, his wings, blasting away the bullets of the incels. Uh-huh, using his big mace, his yep. Chad mace. To Leading his fucking Chad army of angels. Slamming demons. down upon heads. What were these things? They were some genies or some demons or something. I don't know. <laughs> so what they were is... The big, the big creative twist. I, I can, I imagine the fucking uh, Shank and whatever the fuck the they other were like. Name this is. is epic shit, right? They're here. like, all right, so like you know, how, like we have movies where like people get possessed by demons and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, we make them think that yeah. they're demons. Yeah. But then fucking twist, dude. Uh-huh. It's angels. Sick. Angels are fed up. Fucking sick. These angels are the bad guys. This would be an epic commentary on the state of the fucking church and the state of fucking America. Come on, dude. To the point where the good guys want to turn on us and fucking slaughter us and wipe us out. You know those two dudes, they had just gotten home from a night at the club getting fucking turned down Mm -hmm. by women. Night at the Roxbury, guys. Yep. And he's like, you know, I had this idea while we were driving down (laughs) through through the hills of Hollywood. And this was this was the fucking outcome of this these, fucking night. These fucking Instagram models won't let me up into the VIP access area of the nightclub <laughs> so I can drink a $5,000 bottle of Cristal. I mean, I'm, I'm wearing my nicest fedora. I don't get what I'm mm-hmm. doing wrong. Tipping the fedora of the soul that this woman who was a, a third-string Victoria's Secret Angel. Hey, that gives me an idea. Why weren't there any Victoria's Secret Angels in this? That would have been great. Right? If Michael Bay had directed it, half there would those be, fucking yep. angels would have been... The angels VS. possessing these human beings they would be possessing into, yep. Victoria's Secret angels. Mm-hmm. I like the cop at the beginning. All right, the beginning actually had some promise. Yeah, it starts off kind of... It almost... I mean, it has very, like, Terminator 2-esque vibes. Yeah, Paul Bettany fucking lands in an alleyway, immediately sacrifices a fucking dog. So it wasn't. He didn't sacrifice the dog. What it, was it? It gets confusing. The dog was just in the alleyway, like, watching him as he cut his wings off. So That's... the blood splatter and shit were his wings being chopped Why off. did they edit it like that? I, I do not know, because I looked it up. The action editing in this is bizarre. Like, they cut around some of the best stuff. Like, there's this yep. kid who gets possessed later on, and uh, he bites uh, Tyrese's <laughs> yeah. neck. And then he climbs, he runs into the diner, and he's scampering around like a little fucking Chucky doll. Yep. And he then, chops his thumbs off, right? But, but they off cut away screen. from that. Yeah, he's like he's chopping at this tray that uh, Tara is holding. Uh huh. And then next thing we know, we hear like oh, like a gasp, and then the kid's sitting there with his thumbs cut off. He's got no thumbs. Right? How the fuck did that happen? Did it? Did the knife ricochet off the metal tray and slice both of his thumbs off? And then they do. They clearly shot Tyra. Fucking. I mean, I don't even know her name in this movie. No, oh, Charlie. It's Charlie. That's right. They we call her Tyra because of make Friday a Night Lights. Point about talking about it. Though, That's that a boy's name. Stupid old lady. What's it that name, like that Charlie? But they clearly shot two times with an awesome child dummy. Yeah. Where like Tyra fucking wallops the shit out of it, and it goes flying off screen. But they never like stay on it long enough to like Mm -hmm. really. To, it's like, to get into it and be like, fuck yeah, that dummy just got out. And then Paul Bettany fucking throws the fucker in the air, and Lucas Black just... Skeet shoots <laughs> it. Machine guns this fucking kid. Like, I'm telling you, this movie 
is a lackluster fucking script, but it would have been awesome for, like, Uva to direct. Yeah. I mean, Where, like, this child, we would have seen it get blown to it shreds. Takes, the biggest problem is it takes itself way too seriously. Yep. You yeah. needed, like, a B-movie exploitation director yep. doing this, and this guy, I mean, I, he's apparently a B-movie director, but... I don't know. Dark Skies isn't doesn't even really have that much violence. It's just about aliens. It's, I don't know why it's it's straining for such profundity. Like he's trying to be like, oh, take me serious. I mean, you can insert fucking serious themes into yeah. like a trashy film, and you don't need to have your characters having extremely dour, underlit, long ass fucking theological discussions. Moral for, yeah, the the entire middle of this movie, like, there's one good attack scene with the monster, demon, angel genies, uh-huh. and then there's like an entire forty five minute section where it's just people talking about God knows fucking what. I tuned out at this point. It's it, seriously. There's like the moment where like. The mom gets, like, really shitty with her daughter and is like, it's all your fault, you ruined my life. And then, like, uh, Tyra Charlie is, like, talking to fucking Jeep Lucas Black. Yeah. And she's like, I just, there's no one else for you to fix around here for a hundred miles, so of course you cling to me. Like, it's never gonna happen. Just being total slut. No, <laughs> But, um, it's, like, all these weird, like, inner characters. And then, like, Kyle and uh, Audrey have, like, a moment yeah, on the roof. And it's just a whole lot of, like, the only one that I gave a shit about was when DQ was just grilling up steaks, smoking cigarettes, yep. and drinking fucking God Bush. God man. He, had, he, he said, this is the fucking apocalypse, and I'm going out like a boss. He even said to the Bob, he's like, I mean, just because it's the apocalypse doesn't mean you have to starve. Goddamn right. Gives her a Fire fucking Bush beer. I think the biggest problem might be is that it's a siege picture, but there's not really any siege. Yeah, there's no like the, siege. The there's... demons show up, they fight them off, they retreat, and then he was like, oh, they're just trying to gauge your your strengths. They tested our strengths. Now Next they're, time they'll test, test our, weakness. our weaknesses. So you have that battle, and then they're just hanging out at this diner, and Michael's like, ah, no, we can't leave. Yeah, no, we, we got to protect the baby or whatever. But there's nobody outside. There's no tension. It's just completely airless, and I think that's the biggest mistake right there. Yep. This baby that's coming a month early, right. so it's like it's gonna need goddamn medical attention. But nah, the baby can survive fucking car crashes. Clearly, like Assault on Precinct Thirteen was a big uh, mm-hmm. like influence. Yeah. But Assault on Precinct Thirteen, you have that constant looming threat that these people are trying to come through the windows. It's this relentless pace. This movie, once you suck out that that tension yep. of the fucking demon angel genies. There's nothing there. You know what did this really well? Uh, season 2 of The Punisher and their assault on Precinct 13 episode. Which, thank God, it only happened for like 40 minutes. Exactly. And this movie's an hour 40 minutes, yeah. so you get 40 minutes of just bumbling bullshit. Yeah. Or probably even closer to 60. And like I said, the setup is good. Like, the scene yeah. where he... Alright, he's in the alleyway, whatever. There's some cool imagery here. Like, he goes into this angel armory and there's a bunch of guns lined up or whatever. Yep. There's these fucking weirdo racist cops driving down the street pretending to shoot scum like their fucking taxi driver uh-huh. and then like paul bettany busts out of the armory and there's a big cross-shaped flame there and the guy the cop starts shaking his head going oh yeah, 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 yeah and he turns into a demon and then there's like some thick-ass max Payne violence uh, with some real squibs going off and i was like okay this is fun if the whole yeah, movie's like start. this i'm uh, the setup at the diner with all the people. They're cut off from L.A., so they yeah. don't know that there's an apocalypse, a demon, demon they're like, angel. It's like halfway to, like, Flagstaff, Arizona right. or some so they're shit. They're just out in the mid- where the fucking, where the beasts in the buffalo roam, where they bless the beasts and the children. And, yep. Uh, That's where it happened. I, I, I like this setup. I always like the setup in these horror movies where they're going to pick the characters off one by one. Yeah, of course. Because you kind of you kind of start figuring out in your mind, you're like, okay, where's this person yeah, going to die? Who's how, next? Yeah, like... How are they going to meet this fate? And so I think there's... Like, a, there's a tension to that, I think. There, there's a... There are elements that are that are really strong in this film. But where this film gets bogged down is, like, the heavy-handed fucking writing of these dumb fucking characters. Yeah, like, it's a really dumb-ass script that yeah. thinks it's... I mean, it thinks it's any, way smarter it, than this it is. is. This is pretentious. A lot of movies get called pretentious. This is pretentious. Yeah, and that's... I'm, I'm telling you, man, like, this is... Some fucking egotistical men's rights activist motherfucker, like, sitting down, and this is what he thinks is, like, a great fucking grade-A picture should be. It's like, no, you're a fucking dumbass. Pretty much. Like, fuck you, Peter Shank. Go shank yourself. Peter Shank and Scott Stewart. I don't know. Scott Stewart I can't fully hate just because I do like Dark Skies. Uh, Here's what the critics' consensus has to say. Movies suck. Despite a solid cast, yeah, I, I agree there. 
pretty pretty damn good cast. And right they there. do nothing with them. Uh, and intermittent thrills. Yeah, I would say very. Yeah, intermittent. very intermittent. Uh, Legion suffers from a curiously languid pace. Yes, yep. absolutely. Confused plot. Um, I was confused. I don't know if the plot itself. Was I had confused. to read the Wikipedia while I was taking a shit after this movie to, to no grasp what the fuck the ending was about. Uh, yeah, like Michael fights Gabriel, and then Gabriel stabs Michael, and then Michael, but Michael had already sent Jeep on his way, and he told him to follow some prophets or some shit. And it turns out it's like his tattoos like transferred him, and I guess he's yeah. got like memento directions written on himself. Um, so the whole, the okay. whole, the whole ending as explained by Wikipedia's, is this was all a test by God for his angels. And Gabriel fails by trying to destroy the humans while Michael succeeds by, like, showing that, like, he still has faith still in has humans faith and in, in humanity. In, yeah, in so like, he wanted to see who was cynical, who was a pessimist, and yeah, who was an optimist. Exactly. So he was purging his angels, yep. but he, he but also treated purging humans people. as expendable. Yep. And that's why he uh, Michael comes back with like his wings and shit, and he's like, "You did what God asked. I did what He needed, or some shit." Was something he says something fucking. Uh, wh- stupid. Why would Michael be cool with God after this? Like, if I was Michael, so, I'd be pissed. I'd, I'd be like, "Dude, I'd be up there like, yo, fuck you, yeah, dog, dude, fuck this shit. I ain't going back down there until we're we fucking settle yeah, this beef." Uh huh. Get Jesus in the octagon right now. I'm gonna whoop your son's ass. Like I was just down there fucking standing strong, standing mm-hmm. strong with these humans. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm going to be cool with just wiping him out just to fucking test me and this dickhead Mm -hmm. who talks like he's got a fucking uh, entire bag of Big League Chew in his mouth? Respect to Kevin Durant, but I don't know what the fuck kind of voice he was going for. Honestly, I think he just didn't give a fuck. I honestly think he was like eating something. (laughs) (laughs) I know, sorry, you didn't use that much power before. The fucking pay sucks, the script sucks, but at least craft services is good. He must have been eating some of DQ's fucking raw steaks. Yep. What was Tyrese's line about, uh, he said something about the demons. He was like, I never seen a, oh, he said, I'm not a pastor, but I don't know nothing about an ice cream man and an old lady eating raw meat climbing on the ceiling with baby teeth. <laughs> baby teeth, yep. <laughs> the, like, the best character lines are when Tyrese clearly was just, like, improvising. He's yeah. like, fuck this script. I mean, if this is any, if anything, this is proof that Tyrese just needs to be in pretty much every movie, just improvising. Yep. Don't Stand even it. give him a script. Just give yep. him an idea what the scene is and <laughs> let him go. Let him Larry David like, yo, that shit. Let him, put him put on, on Curb, Curb Enthusiasm. He would be so good on Curb. Dude, him and fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, J.B. Smooth. J.B. Smooth. Yeah, Leon. I bet they would be fucking incredible. Uh, oh, my God. Have Tyrese come in next season as, like, J.B.'s, like, cousin or something <laughs> oh here's a line I, I i typed this out on my twitter so i have it here in front of me he said you asking me to explain the behavior of a motherfucking pestilence <laughs> the pestilence uh, well that was when they're like going to leave to get the dad like medical attention because right. he got his neck bit yeah. off by neck, old lady neck beard bit yep uh that's what these writers needed to be neck beard bit <laughs> they did willa holland goes what is that? And there's like a giant like storm looking cloud in the sky. Yeah. Tyrese just goes, it's clouds. You want me to explain clouds? <laughs> God, Tyrese. Like no patience for these dumb white people. Big fans of Tyrese. We Technically we watched this for Tyrese because we got Fast Five coming up and yep. we wanted to check up on him. But we also had Lucas in this. It was a win-win. It was a, yeah, it was a nice little double up. We don't double up too often. Our last one was Debs with uh, Deb and Aoki. Uh-huh. And uh, Debs and Aoki and Jordan So again, Rooster. two times we've had double ups though. Yeah. Neither of them have ever shared screen time in the Fast series. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. because we had uh, Lucas was in Tokyo Drift and Furious 7. And uh, only shared screen time Tyrese with has been, Han and yeah, Ben. Two, five, six, seven, eight, nine upcoming. Maybe nine. Maybe uh, maybe we'll finally get a Legion reunion. Oh man, I would. They love didn't it. really share much screen time in this either. There's uh, not really. He's mainly with the girls, dude. Yeah, honestly, uh, Lucas Black disappears for a good, a like, good portion mid mid section of the movie, yeah. which is weird considering he's like the main the character. Main dude, you yeah. are to assume. Yeah. I don't know. I think they must have realized that Tyrese was much more interesting an actor. They're like, follow him with a camera. Uh, Lucas Black, uh, it's a fine performance. I mean, he he does... He's not much to work with. No, it's it's very similar to something like Friday Night Lights where he's playing, like, the tortured redneck boy. Yeah. He's, you know... He's he's very good like internal actor. I think. Like, him and DQ have a great scene early in the film yeah. where, like, DQ's, like, telling him, like, about how he got stuck here and everything. He's like, you need to leave this town. Like, right. I don't want to see you, like, old and pissed off like me, basically. And, like, 
honestly, Dennis Quaid and Lucas Black are an entirely believable father son. Absolutely, like, I, yeah. that was great. Yeah, casting. I bought them even visually. They look yep. very similar. Like there's one shot towards the end where Lucas Black's driving the police car, and he's sort of in silhouette, like half in silhouette. And I was like, damn, he looks like young Quaid. Yep, it's uh those two. Those two were good together, and it's good casting. And that's that's a big issue with this movie is they get a stacked fucking cast of amazing talent mm-hmm. and do fuck all with them. What do you think of Bettany as a action hero? He's fine. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a boring character, unfortunately. Yeah, he's but not I, given much. I was, to I was do surprised by how much I liked it because I never really think of Paul Bettany as an action guy. Right? No, he's believable. It's yeah. just his character is fucking he's, boring. Yeah, he's got a good like uh, physicality and terseness to him. Where yeah. I'm like, all right, I, I can see this guy. Because uh, when I think of him, I think of uh, his Jeffrey Chaucer character in A Knight's Tale. Hell yeah, dude! Goddamn right, like a comedic sort of thing. He's very boring as Vision. Mm, yeah, very boring as Vision. Um, he was boring as the Cat of Nine Tales motherfucker from Angels, Angels oh, and Demons. Albino man. I said Angels and Demons. Engines and Demons. Mortal Engines and Demons. Mm, yep. Uh, I don't know, Bettany. There's honestly a Knight's Tale is like the only Bettany performance I feel that really like stands yeah, out. Maybe to they me. need to let Bettany be funny more often. They should. I fucking love a Knight's Tale. Yeah, that movie that's fucking a great rules. Film. One of my first it's DVDs. Enjoyable. Yeah, I think I. Uh, I think James had that on DVD, and I, it was one of the three he owned. I had the biggest crush time. on that chick. Whatever. Shannon Sassaman. Shannon Yeah. Showed her right. booby in Forty Days and Forty Nights. Woo! I believe it was. I got very excited. Ooh, yeah, I ain't fucking for Lent. Who? Uh, were there any like uh, real fast connections aside from uh, there was quite a bit of driving from yeah. uh, Lucas Black at the end. And Tyrese he, was driving at the beginning all over the road. All over the road. And that I was guess, very Roman like. That was very Roman like, and I guess Lucas Black like he fi- he's a mechanic at the shop. Yeah. Like he doesn't work yeah. in the restaurant. Right. So I mean, other than that, not really. He didn't seem to be a very good mechanic. Well, no, it was, the issue was, is that it was probably, he was saying it was probably something wrong with the computer system, but they didn't have, like, the tools right. to, to fix that, because it literally, it was like, they're shitty. Technology leaving this old shit fucking washed up hick town behind. Yeah, their old shitty garage is, like, at most is, like, uh, I can change your oil and, like, fix your, like, replace your spark yeah. plugs. Um basically not a good way to show that your character is good at his job yeah. is by uh, if you're not showing up with american muscle i can't help you <laughs> yeah sorry um i'll fuck with german engineering we did mention like the metatextual thing about tyrese basically on the phone screaming at his baby mama yep. i just want my I baby want my baby what more do, do you, you want, want from, from me, me? God bless Tyrese. Uh, I hope he's doing better. I hope he's doing well, yeah. I mean, Fast Nine's shooting soon, so he should be happy. Should be getting that cheddar. Yeah, getting that big-ass fucking paycheck, dog. We hungry. You know? he's uh, He said, I don't want the annuity anymore. I want a goddamn balloon payment. Mm-hmm. Knock it out. Give me the First payments for payment. 9 and 10 up front. Yep. And then he'd, he'd blow them on a second Benihana in his backyard or yeah. something. <laughs> Got Devin Aoki out there yeah. personally. Devin Aoki fully nude, cooking at the fucking Benihana grill. Yep. God damn, can you imagine that? I'd go. Yeah, me too. I'd go in my pants, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. All I'd over it. Go come. I'd go come. Cream de la creme. Hey, uh, when you're fucking a girl, and you're like, excuse me, I gotta go come. <laughs> I gotta go come. <laughs> you waddle off to the bathroom and squirt in the toilet. <laughs> it's just a trail of, like, fucking, like, pre-cum. <laughs> <laughs> Dribbling out. <laughs> like, following the fucking Bigfoot in the woods, the mysterious rover. You can tell that Dave and I have lots of sex, and we are good I with it. Plenty, dog. We know how all that shit, bodies. All work. that shit earlier was all fucking character work, dude. Mm-hmm. That was all character work for our fucking UCB and Groundlings classes that we fucking ace nonstop yep. down at the fucking uh, Frederick Weinberg and fucking Met. Shit, we're, originally we're I'm... out there with the fucking comedy pigs mm-hmm. knocking shit out of the park. Fun fact, fucking Comedy Bang Bang, that podcast was originally offered to Dave and I, but we turned that shit down. That was based on a pilot episode of this that we recorded. We were like, can you come in and maybe do some just strictly characters, no fucking movie talk? We were like, sorry, it's in our fucking blood, dog. Yeah, dude. We gotta talk cinema. They gave that Scott Ackerman, dude. I mean, he's cool and all, He's fine. I mean, we're we're on good terms. I swear we're on good terms. But he ain't us. Anyway, we fuck a lot. We fuck. We fuck plenty. All the time. I'm constantly fucking. I fucking, I have to hit up day. I'm like, yo, we recording today? Like, what's like, the schedule? And he's like, well, I'm fucking this chick right now. And I'm like, shit, I'm supposed to be fucking this chick in yeah. like an hour. So we gotta. We gotta work around mm-hmm. the fucks. We gotta rejigger the schedules and find windows. Uh-huh. And 
I mean, I, I wake up in the morning and I'm covered in a pile of pussy. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's like a man hidden in a haystack or something. Yep. A needle in a haystack, except the, the needle is my dick. prick. Yep. And the haystack is... Women. Women. Flax and head women. <laughs> Flax and head. Um, Nigel Floyd of Time Out called this film Celestial Tosh of Less Than Biblical Proportions. That motherfucker, as pretentious as that headline is, sounds like he probably wrote this fucking script. Peter Bradshaw said the first time, God did it with a flood. Now he's doing it with creepy monsters who can only be repelled with deafening fire from sexy weapons. At least it will keep you awake. I don't know about that. I was fucking drifting off and dozing a little bit, dog. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you're, like, in a theater who has, like, the goddamn surround sound, like, cranked and <laughs> fucking bullets, but you're still gonna get a good power nap for, like, 40 minutes and in between. Speaking of the creepy monsters, you really only get two memorable ones. The old lady the and old the ice lady. cream truck man. Yep, they're the only, like, real... I mean, the Chucky child, thumbless Chucky yeah, child, but they waste their shots on them. Yeah, and the novelty of that's already worn off by seeing the old lady, you know, say evil shit and cuss. Uh-huh. The old lady saying cunt and whatever, and yeah. maybe going go to hell. That was hilarious. So your baby gonna burn. But then when you see a little child saying it, it's like, I already saw the old lady saying this shit. You know, you, you wore, one. the shock value wore off. It's one or the other. The old lady climbing up the ceiling, Charles S. Dutton throws a frying pan at her head. That was gold. The that was gold are... segment. Pure gold. Um, that was, I really, I was like, all right, we're in for something good here. Yeah, yeah. And then it just fizzled off. Well, yeah, even the ice cream man was funny, too, because yeah. uh, Doug Jones fucking... The Shape of Water monster pulls up, rolls up in his fucking ice cream truck. Uh-huh. He gets out of it all creepy, like, Slenderman-like. Yeah. Tyrese is like, you don't look so scary. And then uh, his jaw goes, Argh! and Tyrese goes, oh! <laughs> yep. Classic Roman, oh! Yep. And then he uh, shoots his limbs out all along, and he's running around like a dog. But then they just easily kill him with guns, yeah. and he's gone from the movie. Honestly, all these fucking angel demons I are... thought he was going to be the leader of the demons. So did I when up. he was rolling up. Yeah. Making a big entry. Michael Phillips about the movie said it's just a mediocre picture. <laughs> that was it. Very, very terse. Straight I mean, to the point. straight to the point. I appreciate that. There's a lot going on. A lot of theology. A lot of bad horror movie effects. I thought the effects were okay. The effects, the effects were, were fine. fine. The, the theology was the bad part, in my opinion. Yeah. Fucking neckbeard theology. Uh, the downtime between action scenes is deadly dull, and the film's hoary cinematic shorthand, i.e. a young black man enters the film to the sound of hip-hop and fights with his baby mama, is more terrifying than anything else served up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see I it. mean, but again, he's the Chad character, so of course <laughs> these, these neckbeard writers... Well, I thought it was interesting that they killed off both the black characters by having them uh, sacrifice themselves for uh, white people. Yeah. Because that's how neckbeards feel that it should be. Yeah. Right. Yep. You can you can stand beside us when fighting the demons, but when it comes down to it, you know, you're... But the fact is, you fuck our women. <laughs> <laughs> An honorable death is better than subjugation, I, I suppose. I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> uh, heaven help these fallen angels. A bold-faced ripoff of the Terminator films. There, There's a lot of, like, Terminator ripoffs. Yeah. It's a labored, darkly photographed, cringingly acted hodgepodge of fanciful geek bait genre ideas and hideous connect-the-dots scripting. Who knew the end of the world could be such a screaming bore? Yeah, I mean, the acting is fine. Yeah, Like, you have great actors. It's the yeah. fact that the material isn't giving them much to go off of. Yeah. Ah, well. At least we know Paul Bettany's mortgage is covered. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That Disney money. Oh, what a wacky bunch of stereotypes in this diner. There's a rich guy, a black person, and even Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Oh, man. Would you like to hear some five-star reviews? Yeah. Actually, before I jump to that, I wanted to ask, uh, uh, are you a religious person? Have you? Did you have any theological doubt while watching this? I went to a Christian school for like three years, and I was kicked out of Bible class like more times than I can count. My mom got calls from my Bible teacher more times than I can count. Uh, that shit ruined religion for me. I'm I'm agnostic. I'm not yeah. like atheist, but like, nah, dude, fuck Christianity. Christianity, fucking dumb, dude. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is a better goddamn fantasy book than the fucking Bible. Mm-hmm. Goddamn retard, bearded man talking a fucking tree branches that are on fire and shit getting 
Is that Lord of the Rings or the Bible? (laughs) See? You don't know. (laughs) I can't tell. Exactly. Goddamn Bible. I don't know. You talk about a bearded dude talking to a tree. That's fucking... That's Lord of the Rings. That was like half of the two towers right there. That's also a big portion of fucking Genesis or whatever fucking part uh, Moses is Genesis was a fucking band, dude. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Get it right. Get it straight. Get it together. Get it right, get it tight. Uh, five stars from B. Grazi. What about you? Are you a religious person? Uh, no, not in the slightest. This didn't make you doubt your Christianity? <laughs> no, I did go to church for a long time because my mom is pretty religious. And so I went to church until I was like 15. Um, Hearing the same dumb shit, it like, I, th- I feel like especially young, if you're like a critical thinker, yeah, it's you just start to pick that shit apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get... The Bible is a, a series of parables, I suppose, mm-hmm. but I can't believe it uh, 100% uh, rationally as a man of science as opposed to a man of faith. And I do understand why churches as serve well as community centers. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they bring people together and they give people a sense of belonging and community. But then when money and shit gets involved, then that's when... You uh, see the corruption. Right, and then the church starts to influence politics and vice versa, and then you got people preaching right-wing shit and, you know, paying fucking goddamn pastors to run around and fucking electrocute gay men inside the brain to make them straight and shit like that. Oh, you know, giant church organizations covering up child diddlings. Yeah, covering up child fuckings, yeah. Kevin Spacey, the Pope, run around. Kevin Spacey run around in the Pope mobile from town to town diddling your kids kids in your basements. Uh, Yeah, that's my thing. It's like, I, I say this, like I was talking to my coworker last week about religion. It's like, the only thing is like, yeah, I will talk very like harshly and like poorly about like faith and and religion and a whole i go after christianity because that's what i was like raised around right but i think all religion's pretty fucking dumb to a point right but i also am jealous of people that can like find that solace and comfort right in that belief and it's like sometimes i'm like i wish that i was so mush brain that i could believe in this and feel better about like terrible shit in my life I mean, I could see yearning for like a, a cosmic, like spiritual meaning. That's, yeah, that's like, that's more what I, I die and I get to toward. go to my family and like see my loved ones and right. I think the spiritual side of it, like this, finding a sense of meaning within yep. this meaningless universe. Exactly. That's that's the biggest appeal in my mind, and I I I, I haven't been able to find any sort of uh, I don't know. I don't understand the meaning of life. I don't think anyone does. Nope. I'm just, you just gotta keep watching shitty movies until you die, basically. Pretty much. We're all just dipshits around the same goddamn course, so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, B. Grazi gave it five stars and said, I only watched this for Paul Bettany and hot damn, he owns my ass. The fight between Archangel Michael and Gabriel is the only great moment from the movie. The rest is just a mess, saved only by Paul. And again, five stars. Wow. Really easy to please. Well, She's a big Paul Bettany fan. I mean, I basically, I feel like to her, that's how I am with Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Movie suck, but Ben Affleck was in it, so yo, do five stars. Geely, five stars. <laughs> yep. Uh, this person gave it five stars, but it turns out they're reviewing the TV show Legion and not the film. And not even the TV series that was based on the film Legion. Which, yeah, I didn't even know about that. I it's didn't either. Called, like, Damnation like, or something? Some shit like that. Yeah, no, they're reviewing the Noah Hawley Marvel Comics show, yep. which, yeah, whatever. Uh, my hide five stars classic struggle between good and evil well done good movie okay uh catador de porongas gave it five stars and said when in the movie the wings appear who the fuck do you are angel of ricky martin (laughs) (laughs) and then he starts going on about like soccer for a minute Uh, river is tied one one balanta scored what the fuck was in the mind of gallardo when he bought casco but then at the end, he, he reverts back to reviewing the movie. It's a very nice movie. I guess he was watching <laughs> he was it distracted, in between, like, period yeah. breaks or I something. Like, Who the fuck do you are, Angel of Ricky Martin? <laughs> uh, Paco Ruiz, five stars. Watch it twice in a day. Wow. That's he said, a... First he said best film ever. Then he said, oh my gosh, Legion again. What a coincidence. Second best film ever. What a terrible day that guy had. Yeah. Uh, five, four and a half from Roger. Take the first Tremors with Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon and add a lot of the Old Testament, the Bible parts where God gets really pissed off and you approach the ambiance of Legion. But here's the real part. It gets even better. It stars Paul Bettany. <laughs> I had no idea Bettany had such a following. I, yeah, this guy's got homies, dude. dude Bet, Paul Bettany had Paul's posse. Paul's posse. Yeah. 
the Betney Brigade. Get your movie pants on and break out the popcorn, because Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon has been upgraded to Dennis Quaid and Paul Bettany with real attitude. <laughs> oh, and there is love for you romance freaks. <laughs> what is with this guy? Not really, but all right. Oh, man. This guy was giving them all four and a half, but he reviewed a bunch, and it turns out he's just reviewing episodes of Legion one by one. <laughs> what is with these people? <laughs> Four and a half from Pat sixty nine. Cool. Haven't we heard from this guy? Pat sixty nine. Yeah. Pat sixty nine. Cool. He's back. He gave it four and a half stars and said, "Battle is on." Fuck yeah, dude. God, Pat. That's our boy. Pat sixty nine. Cool. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, Gary Ross, four and a half stars. Probably not Gary Ross, the director of the first Hunger Games film and Sea Biscuit. And clearly not Glenn uh, Gary, Glenn Ross. I saw it was about angels with guns, so I figured it, it is worth a shot. Dennis Quaid is excellent, as is Lucas Black. I am genuinely surprised at how much I enjoyed this. All right, shout out to the two, the two yeah. fucking cool candidates. I love this movie to death. Yeah, Jeep's character is pretty badly acted, and the angel demons thing could have been explained and executed better. But still, hey, that's like the entire movie. That's the whole fucking. Hey, movie. I didn't like the main character, and, and I, the story the, made the no entire sense, central but... conflict was bad. But I still like it. Cool gun stuff. Oh, man. Damn! Four stars. <coughs> wow. In tone and style, Legion reminded me a hell of a lot of the original Terminator with elements of the Evil Dead and City of Angels thrown in for good measure. Hmm. I wish it had more elements of the movie Michael starring John Travolta. Yeah, as the angel. Michael. Michael himself. The shit that lady says, OM goodness, shake my head, the damn ceiling scene, spoiler, three crying emojis, what the fuck? Dude. That's all you need to see, really. Yeah. Just watch that shit on YouTube and you're, you're good to go. This this guy, back to reviewing Legion episode by episode. He loves his fucking X-Men yeah. shows. Massively underrated horror thriller. Alright, so we're at 51 minutes. Should Powers Should... Booth have been in this movie? I mean, the answer, of course, is yes, but at the same time, I want to say, fuck no, this material is so beneath yeah, him. Yeah, this is beneath Booth, but, uh... Um... I'd like to see Booth as Gabriel. That's, yep, I was gonna say, either, like, either you replace Quaid, which, like, fuck that, nah, Quaid he, is awesome. Quaid stays. So, fucking get him in there as Gabriel, yeah. dude, swinging a big old mace. Mace, fuck yeah, wings, blocking bullets. Cigar coming down with yep. his wings. And the first thing we see, he steps in the fucking diner, and he's just got a goddamn cigar hanging out of his mouth. And, and his like, fucking wings spread. I'm here to fuck you up, Michael. You yep. cocksucker. You cocksucker. And there could have been a scene in him with Heaven calling Michael a cocksucker, smoking a fucking big cigar next to God. That yeah. Is, you know, at his left side or his right side or whatever fucking side Gabriel sits at. I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow this fucking book. Or they could have fucking written in some Satan, giving us God Dude, Satan in this movie. That's what I'm saying. It would have been... Booth is Satan. It, they they could have gone, like, even harder with the twist if, like, Satan came in to, like, save yeah, the day. Yeah, bring Satan into play. Yeah, Satan's yep. like, look, God's gonna fuck up the homies. Like, what was Satan doing during this? Was he right. just sitting down hell and he's like, the fuck is this dude doing? He's, need, he's doing my I job. Need these souls, dog. Yeah, you fucking asshole. Or he could say, look, there's a power vacuum right now. We got angels in fighting. Time to, yeah, time now, to fucking move in, Satan's demons. time to shine. Satan Let's coming get up in there. hot. Angel, demon, fucking battle. Yep. Big ass third act battle. Yep. They could be going at it. I farted and it smells real bad. Sorry. It's been like the whole episode. You've been shitting yourself. I've been taking a probiotic recently. It's a fucking daily probiotic, and it's really just working its way through my guts. Conbiotic outside of your butt. Combiotic. Um, uh, who was the hottest person in this movie? Uh, I'm gonna go with my namesake. I'm gonna go with Willa Chance Holland. Yeah. Mm. First shot introduction. Underbutt. Underbutt. Mm-hmm. Um, Benedict Underbutt. Benedict Underbutt. Uh, there's her. Uh, there's, uh, Adrian Palicki. I was never really that big a fan of her on Friday. I like her character on Friday Night yeah. Lights, but like hotness-wise, mm, she doesn't really do anything for me. I think Sorry, she has a very like beautiful face. Yeah. I just... She reminds me of a Slender Man. She's very tall and skinny and lengthy mm. and have long limbs. And so if I saw her in a dark alley, I think she a Slender Man gonna kill me. Goddamn. That must be the uh, incel in you coming out. Yep, always. Threatened by women. Let me get my fedora on. Um, lady. And then she's pregnant. Not into pregnancy porn. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Never really tried it, to be honest. So, I don't know. Maybe you, you don't. It's one of those things where you don't. You can't knock it until you try it. I mean, I don't really like kids. I don't like have any interest in having kids. So, I'm not really trying to put my dick inside of a person who has a kid in them. What, do you think the kid's going to fucking grab your dick and you're going to pull it out like a fucking... Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yep, that isn't that how it works? Like you're drilling for oil. <laughs> it just, and it's like, this is yours now. Yeah, they're like, see that dent on his I head? Got a, I got a claim on this boy. See that dent on his head? Uh-huh. It's not from your penis because you're not that endowed. That's my prick. Um, Kate Walsh. Kate Walsh is an attractive lady. Older lady. Older than us, at least. She is. I feel like that'd be like Michael Caine's yeah. pick. Oh, yeah, Kate Walsh. Yeah. Um, Luke's black. Uh, I don't really... Not looking his, his finest. Yeah, he, he had a mess of hair on his head. He it did. Was very he had a messy. cool jacket. It looked, he had some bed head going on. Yep. And his jacket looks like he just stole it from the wardrobe for Friday Night Lights. I, I liked it. I, I liked got his me jacket. A, I got me a Levi Sherpa trucker jacket. I'm going to bring it to set. Sure thing, Lucas. <laughs> Whatever you say, man. You're getting paid the least out uh, of everyone here. Quaid, if this was Jaws 3D, I might pick Quaid, but... Yeah. Uh, Charles S. Dutton, nah. Quaid was just being like more of my spirit animal yeah, towards the end. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Cooking him up, slugging him back. Yep. I like the scene where he's nursing the, the hit on his head with a bush beard. Yes. And it turns out it's open, and he just starts <laughs> chugging just from it. it dude. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, your girl Willa, Willa Chance. Mm-hmm. Willa Chance Hadid, Bella Hadid's sister. Yep. Uh, yeah, she's an attractive with a young lady. Yeah, I've had a crush on her since yeah. Arrow. I watched a lot of I'd, Arrow seasons one I'd through three. I'd sidle up to her at that jukebox and say, hey, baby, let me put on a tune, and I would play Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. Nice. Girl, it go crazy for a sharp dressed man. Boom, doo, doo. My grandmother met ZZ Top. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's old Top pig- himself? Yeah, the, the two dudes with the beards and the dude named Beard without the beard. If I was One gonna- of them was Hank Hill's brother, right? Yeah. If I was going to meet anyone with the name Top, I think I'd have to go with Carrot, Carrot Top. Yeah. Yep. Not a lot of options, to be honest. Mm, no, not really. Yeah. I'd like to get some Top, ladies. <laughs> hey. If you're still listening. If you're 56 minutes deep into this episode. Enjoying uh, our colorful language. Out of six Coronas, how many are you giving to Fucking one. One, yeah. Yeah. One, one and a half. One and a half, because I like some of the action beats... I like the fight between Michael and Gabriel. Tyrese has some great lines. Tyrese had me cracking up. There's some funny moments. The frying pan hitting the old lady in the head. The uh-huh. old lady. Old lady. Yeah, one and a half seems fair. Yeah. It's just it's not something I plan on watching ever again. Didn't like at the end when the, uh, the diner goes boom, explode. It's a CGI explosion. Yep, bad, bad CGI Don't explosion. Don't want it. I want real explosions. The good car work. There's a part where they're just shooting out cars and bazookas yep, and shit. Yep, that shit's blown up. And, real cars crashing. Yep. Fuck yeah, I'll fuck with that. They spent all their budget on that. Yeah. They couldn't convince the owner of this shitty dying diner to let them blow yeah, it up. Yeah, this dilapidated old diner. Just let us blast it into kingdom come. This shit that looks like something out of... Jamie Foxx, what was that movie? Stick Up or whatever the fuck, where he's stuck in the... I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Some Jamie Foxx movie. It came out the ring around the same time as Bait. I don't even know what Bait is. Bait is the one directed by Antoine Fuqua where he's got a microchip or something. I can't remember. Masturbate the movie. Jamie Foxx stuck At in... gas? Diner movie? I don't know. Jamie Foxx looking for that gas. Held up, 1999. Held up, all right. While they're on vacation in the Southwest, Ray finds out her man Michael spent their house money on a classic car, so she dumps him, hitching a ride to Vegas. Kid steals his car, blah, 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 and he ends up getting held hostage. She wouldn't have had to hitchhike to Vegas if she hadn't broken up with him. She could have just rode in his cool classic car. Jamie Foxx, Nia Long, Jake Busey. Hell yeah. Sarah Paulson. Oh, shit. All right. What a cast. Her name was Sarah Paulson. I forgot she was even on Deadwood. Yeah. Plays the Pinkerton one. popping in there, man. Isringhausen. All right. Uh, next week. Oh, yeah. I was checking my PodFest schedule. Okay. Two weeks from now, Chance and I will be seeing Fast Five at the Alamo Drafthouse. In theaters again. In theaters, baby. Chowing down. Watching the flick. Mm-hmm. And then probably the Sunday, the following Sunday after that, we'll call up Nikki and have her watch it during the week and talk to her, I guess. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. We'll figure it out. Uh, So next week, I have in mind, how about a little pre-Fast Five heist action featuring our boy, Pauly Walknuts, in Takers. Is that the one with Anakin Skywalkers? It's got Anakin Skywalker, but most importantly, it's got, well, T.I. Yep, Tip. Idris Elba. Okay, shit. So all we're right. We're a little uh, pre Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Idris action. I'm in. I've never seen it, so mm. I'm definitely I've on board. I've only seen it once, long ago. 
In a galaxy far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away where the younglings was being killed. Goddamn and, right. And they slaughtered the, all the same people. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace the to them. The men, the women, and the children. Oh, Anakin, sometimes people make mistakes or whatever the fuck she says. <laughs> so forgiving of his fucking genocide. Annie? Little Annie? No, it couldn't be. <coughs> I oh, can't man. do the Watto voice Dude, you're losing. you're losing your Watto. 60 minutes. In and out. We're out of here. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. This has been Pod Fast and Pod Furious, your most favorite fucking podcast on the web. Mm-hmm. Salute mm. each and every one of ya. Me familiar. familiar. 60. 60 minutes. <laughs>